Good morning and welcome to Herb Oracle Podcast, botanical divination with herbs, essences, flowers, and trees with your host, Herbal Marie. Let's start the day off pulling some oracle cards and getting a few messages. We can shoot the shiitake in a spiritual way-ish. And if you follow me on Instagram, I'll post a pic of the cards at Herb Oracle. Thanks so much for joining me. Here we go. The thing that I have learned the most about studying these laws of the universe and hanging out with the herbs is whatever I give my attention to, whatever I put my focus on, that's what gets easier and easier for me to focus on. So for example, yesterday, um, my cards wanted to talk about the state of the world and poverty and how people are being um, screwed over. <laughs> what word am I looking for? Not taken care of, right? So that kind of opened, yesterday, I'm just gonna use myself as an example, it opened the door to all this other stuff that's bad in the world. And by the end of the day on Facebook, I was sharing a link that had to do with child trafficking and the abuse of children. So literally yesterday, it rained down on me of all the injustices of the world and all this sad, sad shit. Like, so it's just like amazing to me that it's like our our focus is so powerful and whatever we think about, we attract more of those same similar thoughts to us. Not that it wasn't bad. Like I really do feel like yesterday I was guided to share some dark things, some sad things, bad things, hard to believe things. Um, <clears throat> but I really can see how people get into the mindset of only focusing on that. Like they only want to talk about the bad stuff. They only want to um, watch videos that um, show how NASA lies to us. Do you know what I mean? Like they only get into, um, you know, disproving certain things or they only get into um, proving that the government is corrupt. And then that's the only thing that they have in their vibration. So I'm not saying it's not important to know about all the bad things like know about them because then you can use your ability of discernment and you can see clearly through the illusion so I'm saying like it's good that I, I touched upon that yesterday and I'm glad because we all have to play our part in spreading truth and opening people's eyes to what's going on because if we don't even um if we don't even say that it exists, we allow it to perpetuate. <clears throat> and that's what I said last night. I was like, okay, I'm going to share this. It was a hearing done in London where um, a CIA um, formative or whatever was talking out about what's going on with child trafficking. And I thought, you know what? People just at least need to know that, it ha that it's happening and it's been happening because if we turn a blind eye we allow it to perpetuate. We say we don't care or we say that it's okay. So people need to get angry, I think, um, and pray for the children because they, the children are being preyed upon. So I did it, but I was like, you know what then? I need then to get back to me. Like 
I don't want it to consume me because that doesn't feel good. So today I'm coming at my podcast. I'm saying this out loud right off the bat so my cards don't um, try to throw me for another loop. (laughs) Because yesterday I was totally thrown off. I was like, I'm back. We're going to get some flowers. They're going to smell really good. And then, you know, I the cards lined up and I had to talk about people who starve to death and I was like whoa um okay so today I just want my cards to know that um if it's in the highest interest and good of people to know about just like the law of teaching said yesterday then yes I will talk about whatever it is you would like me to talk about but for the most part I would I prefer to help people get into a better feeling place I prefer to help myself and others become educated how we can use our energy to make a better world. So yeah, I do think we need to understand where the world is at, where the world has been, what it's done, and how effed up it is. But then after that, it's like, okay, do we want to keep on thinking about that and putting our energy and focus into that? Or do we want to help the world get out of that? let ourselves get out of despair, of anger, of sadness, of separation? Um, What can we do to raise the vibration of the planet? So love, light, compassion, and herbs, please. All right, so. (laughs) But, hey, I did call it yesterday. I said, um, I'm going to say the word poverty and and my listeners are going to get cut in half and that is what happened so far. So yeah, people don't even want to acknowledge that bad stuff happens and um you know, it's important to a degree, but I also understand how, you know, I don't like to I like to stay all Pollyanna myself for sure and pretend like things don't happen, but that's not that's not helping people caught up in it. So anyways, yesterday was a lot of teaching. It concerns the responsibility people have to pass on that which they learn if the human race will benefit, if it's in the highest interest, the highest good of people to learn this info, then it is your responsibility to pass it on. So last night, you know, when I went to post that link on Facebook, right after I posted it, like a second, I thought, should I have done this? <laughs> and I looked at the clock and it said 11-11. And I thought, okay, I I did it. Because <laughs> um, 11-11 is like a, um, a number friend of mine that says, you are on the right path, you're in alignment, you're doing okay. So I just posted it and let it go. I just checked in. Um, five people responded to it, like either like it made them angry or they just, they you know, they liked the post or it made them angry. And then one person tagged her friend saying, this is what we were talking about the other day. So it does need to be put on the table. It does, especially because on a local level, more and more stories are coming out about people like um, in some of these institutions that are set up to help protect children, like behavioral health and stuff, um, pedophiles are getting in trouble Um, pedophile, pedophile, pedo predator, piece of shit, whatever you want to call them, like they're getting in trouble now. And it's like, yeah, this happens locally because it happens globally and there's a lot of money involved in it. And that's why we need to bring it down. Okay. So that was my yesterday. Today is the law of telepathy, which if we had the ability 
to telepathically communicate, I wouldn't have had to say any of that. <laughs> if I had the ability of telepathy, um, I would just get on here and not have to have a podcast. How would that work? So telepathy is a really amazing um, concept to me. I think it's something that we can practice at. Um, I think it's something that we can learn how to do. I think we do it to a certain extent too. Like, do you ever just know what someone's thinking? That's a start of it anyways. You know, I just know what you're thinking. Maybe that's kind of being an empath or, you know, you're just picking up on people's vibe. But let's see what law number 97. We're on the 97th law. It's not too long. Tomorrow is literally a sentence and then then 99. You guys, we're going to be done. We're going to be done with these laws like lickety split. And then um, after tomorrow, I'm definitely thinking like I need to take a holiday and, um, you know, think about everything. So just a heads up. Okay, so let's read the law of telepathy. I'm sure some people say telepathy because I would like telephone, telepathy, but it's I looked on the dictionary app and it's telepathy. <laughs> My robot told me it's the law of telepathy. And it reads, the will projected from the point between the eyebrows is known as the broadcasting apparatus of thought. Okay, I'm interested already. So the will projected from the point between the eyebrows my fingers on it is yours put your finger on the point between the eyebrows the will is known as the broadcasting apparatus of thought when the feeling is calmly concentrated on the heart it acts as a mental radio and can receive the messages of others from far or near. In telepathy, the fine vibrations of thoughts in one person's mind are transmitted through the subtle vibrations of astral ether and then through the grosser earthly ether, creating electrical waves, which in turn translate themselves into thought waves in the mind of another person there you have it the law of telepathy well wow they really broke it down it's like how does that work right um, you got a point between the eyebrows it's known as the broadcasting apparatus of thought then it has to it's not just a thought though there's a feeling that's calmly concentrated on the heart okay so it's like a thought feeling combo it's not just you know scientists hooking up electrodes to your brain downloading thoughts. I don't know, I've seen a couple links about that this week. I don't even want to click it. <laughs> but um yeah, don't 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 mess with your brain with elect with with um computers, you guys. I just I don't know. I don't know. Don't upload your consciousness, you guys. All right. Um when the feeling so you have to have like a thought and a feeling and then um then it'll act as a mental radio. And you can receive the messages of others from near or far. So um, it's a fine vibration of thought in one person's mind. And the way it gets to another person's mind is through the subtle vibrations of astral ether and the grossly earthly ether. 
So it's a combination. It creates electrical waves, which in turn translate themselves into thought waves. And then your receiver picks it up of, and bam, the law of telepathy. So I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Um, one time I downloaded a PDF workbook from um, a, a bunch of aliens <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and it was um, a telepathy workbook. And they had exercises that you could do to get better at telepathy. So like exercises. And I've seen YouTube videos like um, where two people can practice like um, I would like you one person would look at the card and it would have like a color and you would think and feel about the color red or something and then you give that person across the table a few seconds to pick up on it and see if they get it um, actually I got to keep talking about my bestie Osiel the Oracle because in his live me broadcast when he pulls the animal cards from his animal Oracle deck Sometimes he'll give us a few minutes, he's pulled the card, he's thinking about the card, he gives us a few minutes to see if we can pick up on which animal he's focusing on. So, and sometimes we would get it right, and, or close, and it would be kind of interesting. Um, so there's lots of things I think that are out there that we could do to practice. Of course, just being open to it. Now that I understand that it is more of, it's not just a mental thing. You have to in, involve the heart space, the feeling of it. Um, that could be a big game changer in understanding how to telepathically communicate. Like it's not just you like thinking like, come over for dinner, come over for dinner, come over for dinner. Like, you know, like you have to feel it in your heart. Like I really want you to come over for dinner. And then bam, the person calls and it's like, hey, you hungry? <laughs> So anyways, um, kind of interesting. So with these vibes, I'm thinking today I would love to have a flower essence, um, a flower essence card. And uh, let's, let's pull one of these and we'll, then we'll see if we want to pull another deck. Like I'm afraid to even make a game plan today um, because, because, because we had Tarot Tuesday, Tuesday Tarot yesterday and Oracle cards are all like, like love and light and um, Tarot cards are like, wake up and look at the darkness, you shallow bitch. Um, so yeah, yesterday was a little bit sad, a little bit low vibe, but you know what? If it shook you and upset you, then there was something inside you that needed to hear it, I think. I do. I really do. Um, but, you know, you can hear it and then you can say, okay, well, let me now be open to receiving guidance of what I can do um, and help me help people, you know. So, yeah, we could maybe be telepathically receiving a lot more guidance of what we, what we can do to help in the world, what we can do in our life. I love the idea of receiving messages um, to, you know, from higher self or from higher beings or ascended masters and then being, cre being able to have the creative thumbs up, the, three, the creative go to go with these ideas. Because um, like let's say like you're a painter. You know, there's a lot of people who used to be painters 
a lot of famous painters that maybe could send in some information, you know, to you and give you inspired ideas. Of course, is that still telepathy if they're in non-physical or is this just between physical beings? I'm not really sure. It seems like anybody can can communicate with anybody and it said from near or far. From near or far. So anyways, if you have a best friend across the nation, um, maybe see if you can start communicating with them telepathically and just see what goes up. All right, so we got number two, Aspen. Really gorgeous card here. Greens and teal. And it's a beautiful lady. She's sort of sitting like with her hands together and hunched over a little bit. But she's big on big on the contemplation right now, for sure. Oh my gosh. So like I know I can pick up on people's feelings and stuff. Like when Osiel dropped off his dog and um, he was on his way back, a couple hours after he initially left to return back to Colorado, I started crying like twice. And I, these tears were coming down my face and I knew they weren't all mine. Like I could just pick up on his, his emotions, you know, like it was like a mixture of sadness, um, thankfulness, joy, emotional, like it, you know, it was so intense. So I know that I have the ability to feel how people are feeling. I know I already have the ability to pick up on people's thoughts because sometimes I just know what people are thinking and it's usually not good, but like I can just tell exactly where they're at, what they're thinking, what they're feeling. Um, you know, whether that's insight or that's the start of telepathic communications. Telepathic, telepathy, I don't even understand how this word works. Okay, let's see number two, Aspen. This is our flower essence for the day. And it's Aspen. Hmm. Aspen. Number two. Okay. So here's our message. Trust can be recovered, but not alone. This flower will keep you company, but help it by finding also the comfort of others. Not to console you, but to play, laugh, and joke together. In this way, ghosts will be able to return from whence they came. Once in a while, take a deep breath. All right, just take a deep breath with me. And say, oh my god. Okay, so I feel like I pulled the weirdest card in this whole deck. This is the Flowers Oracle. It's just called Flowers Oracle by Antonella Castelli. Um, these have all these Victorian ladies and the Bach flower remedies. Okay, so we were talking about peop uh, beings that have d been deceased and telepathically communicating with them, like famous painters giving you ideas of what would be really cool to paint, you know? Um, and this says, in this way, ghosts will be able to return from whence they came. So trust can be recovered, but not alone. Trust can be recovered, but not alone. This flower will keep you company, but help it by finding also the comfort of others. Not to console you, 
but to play, laugh, and joke together. Thank you, baby Jesus. So this to me says that today I can have some fun. Today I can laugh about things and joke. Um, since yesterday, we dipped. We dipped into darkness. We dove into some stuff that um, you can't joke around. Like after you hear of babies being murdered <laughs> or, or children being harvested for their organs, you cannot then just start joking around. I can't. I'm like, I just don't feel right, you know? But today, my cards are saying, um, find some friends today. Have a good time. Laugh. Play. Joke around. Um, because you need to take a deep breath today. You need to recover from yesterday. Okay, let me grab my phone here because with the flower essences, I have two really cool apps. The Mary Pure app and the Bach Flower app to give us a little bit more about Aspen. <clears throat> okay, so with this first app, um, Aspen is used. So flower essences are used for your emotional body. So if you have a sudden indescribable fear, if just all of a sudden you have a sudden indescribable fear, Aspen is the appropriate flower essence um, to use. Okay, so this is a great one to come in from yesterday because Aspen is also used if you have a sensitivity to things that are about to happen. If there's this ominous and menacing premonition, if you just are like, oh my God, I'm just like, I just feel like something bad's gonna happen. If there's a vague fear of something you cannot pinpoint, you get, like you literally just touch upon this energy of fear. And that happens to a lot of empaths and people who are sensitive to, to energy and who haven't quite learned how to maintain their own boundaries. They'll just all of a sudden um, tap into a thought form that already exists. And then like, they're just sensing the fear. They're not even sure. They're like, this isn't even my fear. I just feel this fear. Um, Abraham Hicks talks about this um, for people who will go over a bridge, a high bridge in a car, they've never, they've never been afraid of heights or bridges before, but all of a sudden they're on that bridge and they're panicking and they're feeling this fear. And so the lady's question was, what the heck, like what happened to me? Like this never happened. And the way Abraham or Esther Hicks um, explained it was they literally ran into or tapped into a thought form that exists on that bridge. Because of so many people with anxiety and fear of height that travel on the bridge, the thoughts had collected into a thought form and they literally just touched, they tapped into it. So they had this fear, this vague fear that they're like, that, that was so weird for me, why did that happen? Well, they tapped into the thought form. So that's kind of interesting. And it's also kind of um, a good reminder for us to make sure that like when you are feeling something, is it even yours? Ask yourself, is this energy even mine? Um, but if you do get just into co the collective consciousness puts out a lot of fear. Oh my goodness, so much fear on this planet. So if you are feeling it, and it's upsetting you and you need help getting out of it, call on Aspen, 
get the Aspen flower remedy or just call on the energy of Aspen to say, you know, help me get out of this, um, this feeling of fear. And there's a, there's an affirmation here to say, say, I stand on my own feet. I am protected and can step ahead. I stand on my own feet. I am protected and can step ahead. Take a deep breath. Say, I stand on my own feet. I am protected and can step ahead. And then this aspen, this flower of life, can help you leave behind deep-rooted and irrational fears or the vague fears or the ones that we don't even understand what's going on. We just feel the fear. We're going to step out of it now. We're going to move ahead. We're going to step ahead. We are protected and we stand on our own feet. And Aspen is here now to help you find a calm, basic sense of trust. So that's why the, first, the Oracle card said, trust can be recovered, but not alone. So trust can be recovered, but you might need to have a flower friend to help you to, to get that basic sense of trust in life back. You might need that friend that's like, it's gonna be okay. Come on, let's take a walk in the woods. Let's laugh a little bit, you know? Let's play, let's joke around. It's all right, you know? If you have a fear, it is such a golden thing to have someone who can hold your hand, look at that fear, make a joke about it, you know? Like if you're afraid to die, it's really great to have someone like me as a friend and be like, oh, you know, like we're, we're somewhere where it doesn't feel right and I just go, oh my God, we're all gonna die. <laughs> and then we all laugh and we ease up about it. So anyways, that's Aspen, that's our flower today. Um, getting back that sense of trust, letting go of fear, um, letting ourselves get back into being a little bit more lighthearted and um, just feeling some good energy. Let's pick another Oracle deck and drink some tea. All right, so regaining trust in our life, letting go of the fear, regaining trust. The next deck on deck is The Magic of Flowers by Tess Whitehurst. Um, I, have, I have a vision for this layout, so we'll see how it, how it goes, but I'm gonna put Aspen up in the top right corner because that's where she's looking at. She's sort of sitting up high and looking down, it seems. Um, so she's waiting, she's waiting for that assistance to come to help her let go of this just like feeling of, you know, and this feeling that something's going to happen or, you know, this just bad kind of feeling she's got with her all the time. She really is ready for that to be dispelled now and regain some trust and stand on her own two feet and move forward because fear is debilitating. And if you want to bring somebody down and control them, put them into fear, right? <laughs> I feel like in one of my lives, I must have been a bad guy. <clears throat> Absolutely. Because like, I can just see how easy it would be to like, just, you know, keep people under my control. <laughs> like really like, okay, time to scare the masses and make everybody in despair and fear and just keep everybody in that state where they're afraid to even be creative because they're just so inundated 
with fear all the time. I don't know. I can see I can see how easy it would be um, to do that to people because we are emotional beings. So I think that's why in my own life, emotional mastery has been a big theme. Um, you know, being able to understand my emotions, why I have them, which ones are mine, which ones are other, other pe I picked up from other people, um, understanding my belief systems, um, and yeah, learning how to stand on my own two feet. Okay, so the first card that gently came out is Geranium. And she is reversed, but she is a gorgeous, gorgeous um, auburn hair lady goddess who is standing with her back on to the tree and one arm up, one arm down, holding the tree, letting the tree hold her. There's these beautiful geraniums in front of her. She has a geranium crown and a geranium belt. She is of the forest and her message is one of resilience so we're gonna put her um, up there first um, around aspen resilience so being able to walk your life each day being aware of what's going on in the world being aware of all these emotions and yet still keep going um, having little challenges, having little hiccups, and still keep going. Um, you know, it's like you take one step forward, three steps back, but you're so resilient, you keep on going. You keep on moving forward. So our first message is geranium, resilience. Um, she's all, she is this goddess energy. She's feminine healing. She has magical specialties. Um, and the first one listed is exorcism, like, you know, getting rid of bad spirits. Um, she's great for bringing in for a happy home, health and healing, heart healing, love, positive energy, protection, purification, strength, courage, resilience, support for children, and truth. So very interestingly enough, like if you did listen to yesterday, episode 119, you know, we are focusing a lot of our intentions for wellness this week on children. Geranium comes in with support for children, with truth, um, with health and healing and happiness and all these other beautiful things. I have a scented geranium that lives in my dining room right now. It smells like citronella, it's one of those ones. Um, but yeah, it does have this powerful cleansing energy. Um, when you smell it, when you're around it, it's a beautiful plant. So just like geranium, you can be your pre precious, sensitive, magical self while also being extremely hardy and resilient. The leaves of geranium are very thick, they're furry. Um, this is a plant that you can brush up on. It's not gonna break off unless it's ready to. Like you can, you can pet it, you can you know, walk beside it. Everything's pretty sturdy. Even the, when it flowers, the stem of the flower is pretty thick and sturdy. Even though the, pe the, the petals are extremely delicate, everything else about it 
is pretty sturdy. So it's coming in basically with the message that whatever you're going through right now, you can survive. I know I have a lot of friends who have some major life changes going on with their family structures, with their husbands, with their kids, with their living situations. Um, just whatever you're going through right now, you can survive, not just even survive, but thrive. You can survive and then flourish. You can emerge stronger with more wisdom, more understanding and life experience that you now that you've had this hardship, now you even know more than you used to. You're stronger than you were. So when a storm comes through, you know, and the trees are swaying everywhere, that actually strengthens the trees because they like got some exercise, you know? They got that experience of the storm and they learned how to go with the flow. They learned how to be flexible. They learned how to surrender. And yeah, it strengthens the trees. So yeah, she's leaning back on the tree and she feels supported by this tree. I mean, she's comfortably leaning back confidently on this tree. Um, she feels the sacred ground beneath her feet. And that's what we need to do as well. Understand that we are never alone. We're never alone. We have the earth as our support system. We have trees, we have flowers, we have aspen, we have the flower essences. We have all of these things to call on as children of Gaia, right? So understand that you are supported all the time. Never, ever, ever feel alone. It's that, that, that feeling alone is a joke in itself because it, if you could pick up on the energies around you, the non-physical, your guides, um, I'm sorry to tell you, even when you're in the bathroom with the door closed, you're never alone. <laughs> so try to get into nature. This is a great message for us to try to get into nature and just try to get that trust back. Um, so if you're feeling like Aspen said, that kind of fear or overwhelmment or just that general negativity around you, try to get to a tree. Even if you live in the city, Try to get to a tree, <clears throat> understand that you're one with everything, and thrive. So feel that emotional support from nature, from your friends who know how to laugh, joke, and play, and then stand on your own two feet and feel the strength and love within you. And what's really interesting is Aspen wanted to talk about getting our trust back. We can. We can gain our trust back. But we have to trust we have to initially allow ourselves to trust that we can heal, that we can do this, that we are strong, that we are resilient, and that we can move forward bravely. So know that you are powerful, really, know it. And if you need to be reminded, spend some time with a tree or geranium. <clears throat> I know for a fact geraniums can live inside the house, so maybe, if you see one at a greenhouse, treat yourself to a scented geranium. It really is a beautiful companion plant because they like to be touched. Okay, our next card coming off the bottom is Clover. And this is all about strength, gentle strength. So she is upright. She's like, great. Now that you've remembered um, that you have nature to fall back on, 
you can really you don't have to like be plowing and stomping through your life like I can do this move out of my way like Clover has this gentle strength about her and she's sitting there on a white clover it looks like a lotus a honey lotus um, she's sitting there with she's like a blonde-haired Kuan Yin that's how she reminds me and she has her one hand up and one hand down but palms open receiving this gentle strength from nature she came off the bottom and our other card that we're gonna put around um, oh do I really want to do this um, on the bottom of Aspen actually is a reverse card it's two bros <laughs> but it's all this is a guy kissing um, uh, his lovers forehead it's about romance it's reversed that's why I was like, oh, wait, can I put this one back in the deck? Do I really want to go there? I guess it's time for me to go there again. <laughs> so we'll see how that one works. <clears throat> now I totally regret putting that card up because now I'm going to have to talk about romance. All right. So we'll see how romance comes in. It's reversed. It's under Aspen. <clears throat> right away I know actually what it's trying to say. A lot of people right now who are, who are uh, feeling alone they're single um, and they feel kind of like they're never gonna find love again or never find anyone to frolic in the woods and laugh and play and joke. They're not gonna feel that support from another human. Their, their lover is nowhere in sight. So this card is for those people who are feeling that fear. That is a legit fear for people um, because we are designed for love and a lot of people are really tapping into that twin flame energy right now and they're like, I know I'm supposed to be with someone special. Where are they? I'm alone in the world. Um, so we'll see what else Tubros has to say. But falling back on Geranium, Aspen, and Clover, these other cards with it to me say, listen, we want you to know that you can stand on your own two feet. You have the gentle strength to walk this path even if you are alone but you don't have to be alone because there's lots of people who want to walk with you it might not be that special special one that you're gonna like get kisses on the forehead like that but you can have supportive people in your life to laugh with to be with to joke with to remind you that you are able um, to be in this world and feel loved um, even though the romance might be a little bit up in the air right now. Um, we'll pull some more cards and see how how that goes. So let me let me look right now. Let's take a step back to Clover. <clears throat> Let's get back on the honey lotus with Clover. She's just sitting there with gentle strength. Um, she has magical specialties, abundance, beauty, gentle strength health and healing, protection, purification, and simplicity. So she's just saying, remember, Aspen asked you to take a deep breath. So do that right now. Give yourself that deep breath. Don't talk yourself into an anxious moment. Don't get thrown off by your cards. Don't allow yourself to tap in to that energy of where other people are at right now. Just allow yourself this moment in time. So I'm sure you've seen white clover. It grows in the grass. 
um, just a little tiny thing that you probably don't think much of, but it provides beautiful nectar to the bees. And if you wanted, if you had a clean space and you wanted to collect a lot of them, it makes a great tea. Usually we don't, we leave them for the bees because we have red clover, which is bigger and up off the ground and easier to collect. But both clovers are just um, great for healing and clearing the body, purifying the blood, the lymph, all that kind of stuff. But it's also such a simple thing. Um, it reminds you to just be. It really does. Um, so yeah, she doesn't try to steal the show, but yet she knows who she is. And when you have a good look at her, she literally is like this little lotus. She's beautiful. Even though people walk on her, don't see her, step on her, she knows who she is. She knows her inherent worthiness. She knows that within every part of her, every cell. So that's, that's her advice to us. Proceed with gentleness and humility. All the while knowing that your power source is infinite. So follow her example of gentle strength. All right. In your life. And it will simply be a matter of time before you experience favorable conditions. Um, just sort of turning over for you. So Aspen comes in. Once you did let go of that fear, get a little bit more lighthearted. Geranium wants you to know that you are protected, you are supported. Um, you've got your tree friends, you've got your flower friends. And yeah, Clover too is like, yeah, feel this strength coming within you. Take a moment to relax and clear your mind and get very clear on what feels right to you. What would you like to experience? We kind of have already tapped into what we don't want to experience, okay? We really don't want to experience fear and anger. Um, we don't want to experience heartache. So let's think about what we do want to experience now. Then realize, believe, and affirm that it can happen for us, right? Realize, believe, and affirm what you would like to experience in your life. So yeah, let's let go of hurrying and worrying. Let's let go of, of trying to make things happen. Let's let go of acting out of desperation in any way. And take a deep breath, align ourselves with the energy of clover right now. And align ourselves deeply with the harmonic resonance of the divine source that we are always connected to. And yeah, let's just let that type of energy flow into us. The law of telepathy, right? Let's let, let's let our higher selves give us the guidance now. What would be best for us? What would really, it's so Abraham Hicks, what would really float our boat? What could really help us get into a happy, fun, playful, joking place today? Because ultimately, that is what we would like to be able to do. We don't want to feel bad. We want to help out the things in the world of lower vibration, of, you know, despair. We want to help. 
but we also want to feel good. We really do. So Clover's saying, relax your belly, take a deep breath, relax your solar plexus, and connect with your personal power. So geranium and clover want you to know your personal power. You have power over every situation. You have power over your emotions. You have power over your fears. You don't have to feel fear. You have the ability to stand on your own two feet and walk out of that fearful, energetic situation. Um, you have the ability to say, I don't need to feel this. And you look it in the eye and then you move on. So Clover is saying, hey, accept your and love yourself exactly as you are. Um, calmly assert your boundaries if needed. Realize that you have much more power than you ever realized. She wants you to speak your truth. She wants to have you speak your truth with love. And really don't do anything that doesn't feel right to you. You don't need to, you don't need to second guess yourself. Um, you need to trust and believe in yourself. So be strong, be gentle, ask for what you need, right? Go inside, ask yourself what you would like to experience in this world. And yeah, know that you are safe. Know that you can take care of yourself. And when you do take care of yourself, you're doing what feels right to you, what is best for you, what's authentic to you. So it's not just about surviving, it's about thriving, treating yourself with respect and everyone else. And um, yeah, even Clover saying, like, make sure you're respecting everybody, listening to other people's points of view respectfully, but ultimately following your own guidance. So even if you're in a relationship and you have this beautiful man kissing your forehead and this beautiful woman like holding you or vice or whatever genders you want to get into, um, even if you have this supportive relationship, make sure that you're always still following your own advice. So we've got two bros now. It is reversed. It is the card of romance. Um, its magical specialties are intuition, peace, protection, so FYI, all three cards are a message of protection, purification again, sensuality, and wealth. So yeah, like it's, it is upside down. So if your romantic relationship, um, you can't see it yet, but it might actually still be on the horizon or maybe the existing one you're in is just having trouble blossoming you know, make sure that you are infusing your romantic relationship and all your relationships um, with that respect that Clover talked about um, and with um, an openness. So open your heart. If you don't have many friends in your life right now, open your heart to bring in those joyful, playful, fun, laughing people, right? If you want romance in your life, then you need to open your heart to romance. You have to understand that you are divine and you are deserving of it. So yeah, Two Bros wants you to know that your romantic yearnings are gifts in and of themselves. So just your desire 
to want to connect with another human being is a gift. Even if you don't have it manifested in your life yet, it is a gift. So through opening to the fluctuations of your physical and emotional desires and allowing them to be what they are without judgment, without compulsiveness or excessive angst, just letting yourself feel your desires, you activate your magnetism and empower yourself to attract ever greater levels of romance as well as other forms of positivity. So I just love the guidebook here by Tess Whitehurst. She's so smart because it's like, yeah, like when you open your heart and you're like, okay, well, I don't have a lover right now, but I'm just going to let myself feel sensual and desirous and, and I'm going to let this magnetizing energy come into my body. You're going to pull the right people to you. You're going to pull fun experiences to you. Like, yeah, like you're opening your heart and you're feeling, um, your life force, your sexual energy, but yet it's pulling abundance to you. It's like you've activated your magnet. So never, ever, ever condemn yourself for wanting to feel love, for feeling love, for feeling sensual. That is the energy that you're going to be able to, to just manifest beautiful, beautiful things in your life. And yeah, probably eventually you're going to pull that romantic relationship to you as well. So I'm just going to read the rest of what she says because it's probably so good. Tuberose's pure central presence also communicates that while you may enjoy being in relationships with others, you are in truth one with the divine and are therefore never dependent on any person, place, or finite condition for your ultimate satisfaction. So Tuberose is saying, yeah, it's really nice to to have fun and hook up and love and get forehead kisses. But ultimately, please always, always, always remember that you're always connected to source. You're always connected to divine. You are always complete and whole with or without anyone, with or without friends or experiences. Like just sitting here now with your eyes closed listening to this podcast, you are complete and whole and connected to the divine. So through letting go of the need um, to control or predict the future, just let go. You open up to the spontaneous joy and romance of the present. And all that you have been chasing after begins chasing after you. So as soon as you can let go of your control or trying to be like, I want it to happen this way, like everything that your heart has been chasing, as soon as you can surrender and allow yourself to just go with, hey, universe, I'm giving it to you. Um, see what fun stuff you can bring me. All the stuff that you've been chasing starts chasing you because now you have an open heart and without expectation and you've become a magnet. You've become a magnet then um, to bring in these mutual attractions right? Because that's what you want. If you have romance in your life, you want it to be mutual. You don't just want to be, you know, the one that is pursuing it. You want it to be a mutual attraction, right? Um, you don't want it to be one-sided or uneven. So this card is saying that a romantic relationship is about to either deepen or you're about to attract one, 
um, and all of your relationships are moving into a more beautiful place. So are you ready for that? I don't know. Can I, can I deepen other parts of my life first? <laughs> but this for you could be a romantic relationship is on the horizon. So it's there. It's coming to you. And if you like that idea, then keep your heart open. Um, it's really important for you to be romantic with yourself right now. So while you wait for your lover, make sure that you are your own lover, right? Get yourself some flowers. Romance yourself. Take yourself out on a date. Give yourself a nice bath with some aromatherapy. Light a candle. Dance with, dance with yourself. Hold yourself. Love yourself. Compliment yourself. Um, be your own lover first, right? Be your own prince or princess charming. Learn to accept love from yourself. It's going to make it a lot easier in the future to accept it from another person. And remember that life is romantic in and of itself. And that romance is your birthright. As such, stop looking to any person, place, or situation to provide your soul romantic nourishment and embrace the romance that is within and around you now. So yeah, you can have your favorite lover, but don't put it all on them to be your only source of romance. Start to see how sensual your life can be in lots of other ways. So make sure you're taking care of yourself. Um, because if you were, you know, putting all your eggs in one basket, that's a lot of pressure for that other person. I mean, that's a good way to kill any good vibes by putting too much pressure on one person to be your everything. You know, so let go of control. And really, it, this goes back then to geranium and that beautiful lady on that tree. Make sure you're grounding yourself. Make sure you're allowing divine source energy to flow into yourself be open be in the now moment be present be true to your heart and then yeah let the future be what it will be okay so choose to be your own partner your own lover to love yourself <laughs> yes choose to love yourself with the fervor that you have been desiring to receive from others so if you're just sitting there like Aspen, waiting for someone to come save your ass, love your ass, <laughs> give yourself that energy right now. Don't wait for anybody. Just open up, be true to your heart, and give yourself that which you have been desiring. And this is the soil in which the most beautiful romantic experiences grow. Self-love first. So before you can have that beautiful, honest, secure, safe, romantic relation in your life, ask yourself, do I even have it with just me and me? Can I trust myself? Am I nice to myself? Do I love myself? Do I nurture myself? Do I romance myself? Am I sweet to me? Am I sweet to me? And if the answer is not a resounding yes, then you got a little work to do. We all do. Um, and we can go about it in the most gentle, beautiful, grounded, trusting way. All right, so those are our cards that we have so far. 
We're going to end with a soul flower, um, the plant spirit oracle deck called Soul Flower by Lisa Estabrook. And we're just going to, I don't know, I'm thinking two cards so we can get a little beautiful message from the soul flowers to just wrap up this um, kind of comforting message we've received today. A good reminding message, get grounded, have your gentle strength, and um, stay open as the first card that comes off the bottom is Crocus. She says, stay open, open up your heart, allow yourself to feel love, allow yourself to see the beauty in yourself and other people. Crocus is very strong, so I'm glad that she is beside Red Clover because Crocus comes out in the springtime, there's still snow on the ground. She's just this like delicate little flower blooming in the snow or in cold weather. And she is, she's strong. She can do that. She opens up. Her message says, tender crocus is one of the first flowers to appear in the spring. She is gently reminding you to open to the beauty and softness of the world even though it may seem harsh and inhospitable at times. Trust in the process. Open and accept the possibility that there is love and magic surrounding you always. So it's like, yeah, yesterday we talked about the hostility of the world. And even today, we're still talking about it. But she's like, can you open up and trust that there's a beautiful side to everything, to this world? Accept the possibility that there's love and magic surrounding you always. You're never alone. You are supported. Trust in this process. Trust in this process um, that you're experiencing right now. And yet another message to be gentle, to be strong, right? And to just keep on staying open. Our second flower is lavender. So I think we're going to put Oh, I love how this looks. We're going to do these two soul flowers, crocus and lavender. We're going to put lavender right under clover. Um, and lavender is all about restoration. So restoration. Let's see how that ties in here. Um, I love that tuberose flowers kind of looks like a white lavender, like the way on the card, because all these flowers look beautiful next to each other. But lavender is this beautiful um, violet purple color with these pretty little green leaves, pokey, <laughs> soft. Lavender's restorative and purifying energy and aroma calms and uplifts your mind and body, easing feelings of stress and agitation from your earthly distractions and rejuvenating your soul so that you can truly feel and radiate inner peace and harmony so we can truly feel inner peace we can truly feel harmony and then we can truly radiate that out so we started this this layout out with aspen who had that feeling of just general fear and now these flowers are saying yes we're going to replace that fear with harmony. We're going to replace that agitation with peace. 
So even if we've been a little bit too focused on the darkness of the world, we have a choice now to feel something better, something different, um, and not get... See, when we look at the darkness of the world, that takes away our strength. We feel helpless. We feel powerless. And clover, crocus, geranium, tuberose, and lavender, and aspen are all coming in to remind us of our gentle strength and our resilience and how that even if we feel a little bit down, we have the ability to restore ourselves, to purify ourselves, strengthen and heal, and ultimately open ourselves to love, to better feelings. Um, so anyways, I love how these look. However, we have the bottom left corner kind of like just being like um, something needs to go here. So we're going to grab another deck. I know sometimes I focus on one deck. Now we're on one, two, three, or on a fourth deck. I'm going to grab the Herbal Healing deck from Sarah Baldwin and Ashley Verkamp. And I'm just going to get one card. One card because someone someone else, there is space. We have more room. <laughs> we, we have one more flower or tree or, you know, flower or tree or plant that's ready to come in. And just sort of take us to that next level now. Take us to that next level now. We want to feel better. We want to be reminded of our ability to love our ability to be resilient and um, just feel that gentle strength. We don't need, we don't need to be obnoxious <laughs> today. We really can be gentle and peaceful and harmonious. So the herbal healing deck. Can I have one card, please? One flower or herbal ally. I'm gonna put it aside so I don't try to pull out another card. <laughs> Are you excited? We have ginseng. All right. So ginseng is about conservation. It's saying, all right, we're telling you to have gentleness and peacefulness and harmony and kind of just allow yourself to be built up right now. That's why we're not asking you to do anything crazy today because you really need to rebuild your energy. Um, maybe you just drove across the country maybe you just had a crazy night on Facebook I don't know but whatever just depleted your energy ginseng is saying now it's time to bring it back into yourself ginseng is literally the laughing Buddha so as you look at this card I'll post a picture on my Instagram herb oracle as you look at ginseng you will see the laughing Buddha in him because he is in him and what did aspen say aspen said that we need to connect with our friends who are laughing playful um joking that can help us get out of these lower vibes that can just lend us a hand or just have a little fun give us the space um to yeah feel good so this is a root ginseng root I'm sure you've heard of it of course it's a ginseng um, it is all about stamina and you know the ability 
for us to deal with stress and it's an adaptogen. Um, yes, men love this plant and women do too. So let's see here. There is a quote by Carlos Castan Castaneda. I don't know. A rule of thumb for a warrior is that he makes his decisions so carefully that nothing that may happen as a result of them can surprise him, much less drain his power. So if you've been like impulsively um, making decisions, <clears throat> ginseng is saying like step back and really consider what before you act, really think about what it is that you're doing and want to achieve because you want to conserve your energy a little bit right now. So whether we're talking about the ginseng from China or the one that grows around here in the eastern United States, they're both used as a rejuvenative. Um, they both are known for their energy boosting. Um, it's not like it's caffeine or anything. I mean, it is stimulating and energizing, but it's actually much healthier to take ginseng. Like if you have been relying on coffee, think about switching out of coffee and maybe into ginseng um, to give you lasting energy. So ginseng is known as the king of all tonics. It's an adaptogen. It helps us deal with stress physical stress, emotional stress, mental stress, whatever. It's an adaptogen. So if you've been feeling a little emotional lately and, and just zapped, ginseng is coming in and saying, it's laughing and saying, hey, I'm really great for treating fatigue, for just, if you just feel like, um, you know, just really wiped out, um, I'm here for you. So what's funny is we got the two bros romance card reversed. <laughs> and ginseng is actually a sexual tonic. It improves fertility. It treats impotence. <laughs> Yesterday we had marijuana. If you've been smoking too much weed and now have impotence, ginseng is here today saying, I got you. I got you. We can treat that. Um, so ginseng has been used for a long time as an aphrodisiac, a sexual tonic. If you've been having trouble um, conceiving, look into some ginseng. Look into red clover too. Clover, now that, now that we're talking about fertility, clover is also a good hormone balancing herb. That's here right beside ginseng today. All of these herbs, if you're, if you're someone who's trying to conceive, I mean, look at lavender. It's so relaxing, right? Relaxation would be helpful in fertility. Clo Crocus is saying stay open, right? <laughs> keep that cervix open. Keep that heart open. Keep um, your energy flowing. So yeah, if anyone's listening, that take these energetic, um, these energetic gifts from these flowers today, and just relax into it, the process. You know. A lot of times people can't conceive because they're being overly controlling. They're trying to make it happen um, and that's just getting in their way. They also might have a subconscious block in their mind that happened before. Like maybe at an earlier point in your life you tried so hard not to get pregnant that now you have to go back and heal that and clear that to be able to be open to getting pregnant now. 
All right. Little got a little sidetracked there, but somebody needed to hear it. So yeah, ginseng is big money. Um, my best, one of my best local friends, her brother-in-law has a ginseng farm. You, people literally make a lot of money from growing ginseng. It's very valuable. Um, China will pay a lot for it. <laughs> so anyways, but one of the key lessons of this plant um, is dealing with conserving our resources. So you don't harvest ginseng until it's ready. It has to have enough leaves on it. It has to be a mature plant. If you harvest it too soon, um, you're just gonna you're just gonna um, ruin your crop, right? It's just you're gonna not invest in the plant. So uh, let's see what else conservation. So bring in your energy right now. Don't be flamboyant with your spending. Don't be buying stuff that's that you don't need, right? We talked a little bit about that yesterday, trying to donate some more of our money. Um, but anyways, this, this ginseng, you know, wants to talk about how you are with your possessions and your territory and your money and your time and your energy and power. So when ginseng appears, take care not to give these things away indiscriminately. So if you've been giving away your power, ginseng says, time to take it back. If you've been giving away your energy and letting people ride your emotions and, and get into your head, take it back now, okay? Take back your power. Honor your boundaries. Take care of yourself. If you've overdone it, you need to nourish and take care of yourself now. Um, so anyways, when we look at the plant, the leaves are palmate or shaped like a hand. Okay, and then there's one little, there's a red berry forming in the center. So red is the color of the root chakra, right? Survival, blood, all that. So this is a warning to energetically throw your hands out in a protective position in order to ward off those who may drain your life force. Hold on to your resources and maintain control of how they are spent. So just take note right now in your life, where are your energy drains? Where are you being depleted? Who's zapping you? Who is it? Is it you? You know, make sure you're taking care of yourself, making sure you're not giving too much of your life force um, because all these cards about strength and resilience, we, you need to be mindful of where you're putting your energy and if it's not energy efficient, if there's, if you got something draining you, see if you can let it go now. So ginseng is a masculine plant spirit. It's very grounding, yang energy. Um, it really does. It looks like the laughing Buddha. Okay. So when you look at this, this little face, you will see the laughing Buddha with me. Absolutely. So call on your masculine energy now okay in order to get things done to create solid boundaries right if your feminine energy has gotten a little bit imbalanced right and you just 
are feeling a little bit too emotional, let's bring in this masculine energy of ginseng right now and, and emotionally detach from the things that are draining us. Um, emotionally detach from that general fear that Aspen wanted to talk about. So bring in your energy if it's been scattered and protect yourself and your interests. Um, because if you protect and conserve your energy right now, you're going to be able to be more resilient. So that's how resiliency works. You don't exhaust yourself. You know when to rest. You know when to restore. Yeah, you're still staying open and in a good place, but you know how to take care of you. You know how to take care of you. So anyways, that's ginseng. The bottom line is to take care of yourself. Okay, take it easy today. Be gentle and look deep within yourself to understand how you actually operate, right? Masculine perspective, look at yourself like you are a computer. What programs do you have running? Do you have too many programs open? Do you have too many windows open? Like what can you just sort of minimize today in order to conserve your energy? And then that energy now that you're conserving, channel it inward, okay? Trust that your strength will return. But in order for your strength to return, you need to funnel that energy within yourself. Woo, my goodness, that herbal Marie, she just talk and talk and talk. <laughs> so ginseng is saying like, hey, maybe you should conserve some of your energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know what? As long as we're we're rerouting and channeling and refunneling this energy and recycling our love within ourselves, we really can keep going. Like people often ask me, like, how do you just keep on going and going and going? You're like an energizer bunny. Well, I've learned how to make sure I am conserving enough to always have my gas tank half full. You know what I mean? I understand the power of gentle strength and feeling solid in my existence and, and tapping into the energy of nature and source and the divine for my, my gusto, right? My fuel. So anyways, lots of great messages today to channel the energy back into yourself. Rest, recuperate, restore. What do you need to do today for you? You looking for love in your life? Make sure you're loving yourself first. You're looking for better feelings in your life? Make sure you're allowing yourself to dispel fear. What you're looking for is this gentle strength. So stay open, stay receptive, and um, stay within yourself today. So thank you to crocus, geranium, aspen, clover, lavender, tuberose, and ginseng. I absolutely love the messages today, um, you know, for us to invest and channel our energy within ourselves. And once we get that going within ourselves, we will see it manifest outside of ourselves. And I also, my favorite, favorite, favorite message is to find that friend that helps you lighten up have fun, joke around, laugh, and just feel good because that in itself, laughter is 
one of the most powerful weapons we have against fear and darkness in our life. So if you can learn to laugh, you literally can learn to laugh yourself through anything. And that to me is power.